was a way to give show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe Asia. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight, we're talking about AEW Dynamite, reviewing the 30 Years of Jericho episode. Yes. And um, as, as like the title suggests, this whole episode was pretty much centered around celebrating Chris Jericho, literally starting in 1990. And wrestling through 2020 and plus and beyond. So this dynamite didn't open with like the usual dynamite intro. It's it started with like a little video package with a couple of celebrities to kick off, just talking about uh Jericho and yeah. highlighting a couple of his moments. I mean, that was throughout the whole show. Like that was kind of dope. He had so many different celebrities from all walks of life. Showing him love, and I'm like, oh shit, Shaq. They got Gene Simmons and all. I'm like, god damn, like that's how you know that this man is loved across across all you know. What I mean, entertainment industries right now, all of them. No, for sure. I mean, Jericho. Uh, people check out the spotlight of Jericho. We actually did a whole episode highlighting his entire career. Yeah, I missed so it, but it, check, it's, yeah, go check that out. It's a dope episode. Go check that out. It's on YouTube if you want to catch the visual as well as all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, wherever you catch a podcast. Go check that out. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jericho, Jericho's career is undeniable and, you know, that's the whole reason even behind celebrating this man. Like, he's not only done, uh, have had a great career personally, but he's also helped elevate a lot of other people, and that was evident in a lot of the promos, uh, a lot of the little segments about Jericho right. tonight. A lot of the younger talent in AEW, specifically like Jungle Boy and uh, Sammy yeah. Guevara, you know, people that he's actually like trying to help elevate. Yeah, and probably you know more, more than more than half the time succeeded at elevating. So and, and proud and uh, powerful. Up, hold on, proud and powerful. Even admitted that they um. The only reason why that they became a tag was because they connected off of Jericho's first um book, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Like because they that's what they had in common. Like they always loved his first um autobiography or something that he. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, catch they that. said that and when they. And that's dope. Like like look how look at his influence towards towards these wrestlers and everybody. Like you got to respect somebody like that. Like he's a bona fide Hall of Famer. If if Vince does call, he Vince don't have no choice too. You know what I mean? He's going to have to. If he did it with Jeff Jarrett, he brought even Cornette in to do an introduction and all that shit. He got he to gotta eventually put... He gotta, he's, he's a bona fide Hall of Famer in the WWE. If not, then AEW make their no, own shit. Vince, Vince is a lot of things, but he's a businessman and he's not petty enough to, you know, keep Jericho out of the Hall of Fame. Like, bona fide um, I mean, as, far as, as far as mentioning him now, as far as Jericho still being active in AEW, there probably won't be much mention of Jericho. But once his career actually is is ended, as far as in ring wise right. and actually being active as a wrestler, I'm pretty damn sure he's a bona fide. You know, at this point, Vince owes Vince owes Jericho that. If you really think about it, Jericho was one of the guys who came for WCW that helped elevate. WWF in the attitude era. absolutely, and Jericho was one of those people that sparred with The Rock and helped all of them with Stone Cold. All of them, Shawn guys, Michaels, so. he put classics with all of them, all of the legends that's already in there, you know. But like I said, we we could talk about Jericho all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Check out that spotlight. We actually run down every single milestone he's hit uh, from the beginning to the current uh, phase of his career. But um, yeah, go ahead. You can start. We it. open up the show. We open up the show pretty much with um, Taz and Ricky Starks joining commentary, and we have the FTW Championship match up first with uh, Brian Cage defending against Will Hobbs. Will Power. Yo, part yes. of us a couple weeks ago, we got your name wrong. We we really ain't know you like that, but you've really been impressive these past couple of weeks. I like yeah. I like him. I like they him. built him the they built him the right way because. Yeah. 
Will Hobbs, you could you could pretty much say Will Hobbs feels like the first real homegrown AEW talent. Yep. Like, yeah, everyone else was obviously somebody who was known from somewhere else or got some hype before before you um, got they you know, signed. We got to really see them all the time. Will Hobbs, you know, literally got signed to AEW before our eyes on Dark, yeah. and he was on a you know losing streak, and then eventually. Got his wins up. It and started from that he, that uh, battle royal. Remember, like that was that yeah, was that, that, that's what he had. He definitely had a good showing. Like in that, that even the, Jr. said that he was like since that battle royal. Like that's where they really stepped his game up and pushing him properly and making him the beast that he is. And you know, because he did a he did yeah, a great show. No, no, we're talking about the battle royal at all yeah. out this past uh year. 2020s all out. So yeah, so um, I'm, I'm yeah, he definitely had a great showing. A, a, I'm looking forward to Will Hobbs now. In, in, in this match, he did pretty good, holding his own against yeah. Brian Brian Cage. You know, Brian Cage is another guy, huge, super talented, moves like a like a cruiser, but you know, huge and strong like a super heavyweight. Right. So he actually, you know, made Brian Cage look small. And that's that's saying something. Will Hobbs is a big what I dude. do like about about his style and ring, like because he, he picks his spots on his selling. Like, he would get a clothesline and he won't sell it. He won't move. So, I guess that's the, yeah. that's what they're trying to make him, like, with, with, with um, his character, willpower. Like, you, you it's going to take more than that just to knock me down. You know what I mean? Like, I like that yeah. about him a lot. What made me laugh watching with Focus, he's like, his his character's bruh man for Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Focus. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, like I no, like I like the way they build decent, him. Yeah, this was a decent match. You know, like I said, showcasing Hobbs' power. He was holding his own against um Brian Cage, but yeah, ultimately, you know, Brian Cage gets the win, which which makes perfect sense. I don't think it's any due time for Brian Cage to lose that title. Yeah. Uh, considering Taz brought it out specifically for him, I think if he ever does drop it, it needs to be s- to somebody that makes absolute sense. And, and shout out to Ricky Starks and Taz. They were going back and forth <laughs> on commentary. They were hilarious through the whole match. I don't like Will Hobbs, but damn it, he's a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Brian Cage ends up hitting his finisher and beating him clean. So, you know, they, it was a straight-up match. So pretty decent. Yeah, I give the, overall. I give it like a give seven, maybe like a seven. Me too. I give it a seven. You, you know what I mean? He, he, yo, time, he's still so young in his career. He got a. He got a lot. He got a. He's he's ahead of a lot of of, of the newer talent, and but he's definitely yeah. gonna be a problem when it comes to like the main events and stuff like that. And 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 in the future, he got a bright future. That that guy got a bright future. He's a great talent. I like his character. I like his in ring um um style. And I, I like the no selling certain things that he be brush it off. You know what I mean? I, I like uh, there's a way that you do the no selling on certain things, like a punch. Like he would they're doing it. the old school heavyweight, you know, unstoppable force. Kind yeah, of thing. I like it. I like it. So that that guy got a bright future. Shout out to Will Power, Will Hobbs. Speaking about his future, so what was interesting about the match was actually what happened after the match. We got Taz, you know, getting on the mic and stopping Will Hobbs. And telling him, pretty much he got two options. He either joins Team Taz, or they beat a, he they beat his ass pretty much. Ricky Starks and and Brian Cage uh, are in the ring at this this moment, right. and they giving him the ultimatum. Darby Allen ends up interrupting, and this is the point where I felt like it fell kind of flat because it's like really as big as Brian Cage is, and and Ricky Starks having the rivalry with. With Darby, yeah, his little ass comes out, and you both you both get out the ring and leave. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> I don't feel like Darby was intimidating enough for that kind. But of he already reaction. beat Ricky like, Starks last week, so it's like, why are you continuing it? Yeah, they they kind of stretching that one out. I you know what I mean? Why. Like he already beat him. But he already won. Let. I'm hoping that that he actually takes Taz's advice and joins him, and and joins because. Will Hobbs is is still he's good, but he's I don't want to see I don't want to see like, him as a I know he, yet. I, I like him as a face right now, to be honest. I mean, he could he could play the Colt Cabana role. Nah, man, we're not. Like, nah, he's not that happy. He's not bouncing around. But not. I'm not saying to be happy. I'm saying like the guy who's 
acting, he's you know, he's still acting like he's a good guy. Door. He's just a part of this man. Nah, I don't want to see that. Either way, I think I think Will Hobbs, if it's not Taz, Will Hobbs going forward would definitely need somebody who can speak that, for I don't, him. I'm, Well, we really haven't seen him cut no real serious promos, you know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't really heard him on the mic, so we don't know if he has that ability yet. But yeah, but true. I, but I feel like I feel like regardless, he needs some type of representation to just put him over because he's still, you know, in certain aspects, he's still green. All right, green. that's fair. That's a fair comment. But I like him. I like I like the direction they they using him. He's like one of the fastest call ups from Dark. That's actually in the mix of of all the big stories right now going on on, on Dynamite. And he he he's gonna be all right. He, I I don't want to see him as a heel yet. Let's wait down the line or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't definitely don't want to see him doing no Coca Banna, happy go lucky, bouncing around shit. Like nah, let let him, let him be the beast he is right now. He, he's actually they put they booking him properly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. but yeah, shout out to Will Hobbs. That was a good match. I give it a seven as well. That's my thoughts on it. So uh, next up we have. Some more uh, segments for Jericho. We got Slash, mm. Dennis Miller. We have a surprise video from Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan. Salute. And he was standing directly in front of the New Japan logo. That's kind of, that was dope. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, throughout the whole night, so, y'all, we see a whole bunch of randoms just giving praise to Jericho. It's a- the, the, the thing that I like is that AEW doesn't stray from you know, talking about other promotions or, or, you know, they don't act like they're the only wrestling company in the world. Yeah. That's the big issue that I feel like WWE needs to get over. Like the fans are not stupid. We know that there's a larger wrestling world out there and 90% of your stars come from, from independence. Absolutely. So yeah, but so they need to start recognizing those and, I think that was that was just dope. Um, yeah. Tanahashi, you know, there gave him a shout out in front of a new panel on AEW television. Maybe, um, you know, in the future they'll do a partnership. Mm-hmm. And that's another <laughs> thing I like about this past year. We had Jericho actually fighting Tanahashi at the last year's Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Uh, I believe it was Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, if I'm not mistaken. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like shout so, out like Tony Khan. Like I feel like. Because he's a wrestling fan at heart. He's not really as much as a businessman like Vince is where it's just all about his company. I think he is still a fan of all over the world uh, and different wrestlers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, I, I, yeah. I, I, that's why I feel like like he's more balanced and more and more in tune with, with, with that. And I think that that's good. That will always be good for business because you could just pull somebody from some, from anywhere. Like, look, we, we see um, um, Thunder Rosa... Wear her belt, and she's on NWA. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like that's and actually a couple of people that got called up to AEW and uh, AEW stars are from remember N- last NWA. Year, um, like Ricky Starks, Eddie Kingston. Yeah, remember last year? Um, so, the Lucha Bros and and uh, and and uh, um, damn, why am I bugging right now? Um, Matt, J- Matt, and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, they had a match for the AAA belt. You know what I'm saying? Before they had the tag, before they had the, the actual AEW tag team championship champions, they had they had a match for a whole nother promotion on their promotion. You know what I'm saying? So I know yeah. that that and Kenny at one I don't know if he still is, but at one point he was the triple A champion. You know what I'm so. saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like they like that's dope that they they're not afraid to cross promote and, and with with other companies. Like they will still give people chances to come on their platform because I feel like he wants to he wants to push the the product on the American soil bigger and, and bring all the other um, talent from other companies over. I won't be surprised if we see Nick out this one of these days over here, or or something like that, Matt Cross or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like where's like where's Ring of Honor? Yeah. They're not doing nothing. You might as well bring a couple over there from Ring of Honor. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think I'm over Ring of Honor. Yeah, but I wouldn't be mad to see but, some um, of the talent come over here just to have a random crazy match. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, continue, yeah. brother. So, uh, along with Tanahashi, we get Ted Irving, his father, and Bully Ray <laughs> uh, giving Salute him a little shout out. 
So um, we get next up, we got a little John Moxley video, a little hype up for their matchup with Lance Archer. Excuse me, the uh, Lance Archer and him having a title yeah. match next week on the anniversary episode. Of yo, I love Dynamite. I love John Moxley's promos. Yo, like he talks with so much passion. Like and and he says it all his be off the top of the head. He freestyle all his shit. He just be like, turn the camera on. I'm just say whatever I want to say, and he kills it, man. Like he he's different. I love that promo. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the way they shoot their their promos. Period in AEW, like it feels like real sports. Yeah. Feel like oh, I forgot the name of that. Um. That little docu series before the boxing events, they the used to twenty four, the, like the, the yeah, twenty four. Yeah. It was a big it, match. Like, yeah. It feels like that. Feels like a big match. Feel like a like little mini documentaries. So, I think they have an advantage as far as like that that kind of promo style, and that's why I like like we said they do they mention other brands because they are influenced yeah. by other brands. Like they got certain aspects of New Japan, certain aspects of. WWE, certain aspects of WCW, and a little bit indie promotions here and there. So, you know that that's pretty dope. I I did like these little promos for the World Championship. I don't know if Archer's that guy yet, but we'll see next. I week. don't think. Yeah, I don't the think they're gonna take the belt. Not have... to cut you off, I don't think they're gonna take the belt from Moxley yet. He's too. He's on fire. He hasn't lost this whole year. Like they giving him like an Oscar NWX. Um, NXT run, like yeah, you know I'll, what I mean? I'll, I'll talk about who I think might. Uh, but it's not going to be Archer. But Archer is definitely but... one of those, one of those right now that's hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's been a beast, and I love anytime <laughs> yeah, he like, people in the like, back. Yo, it's crazy, but I love it. You know what I mean? And, and he got the perfect um, mouthpiece. Up... Jake the Snake is one of the best promos in the business forever. You know what I'm saying? So. He's going to be all right, too. Yeah, next up, we got the AEW Tag Team titles on the line in the, what is it, uh, 20 minutes of greatness, mm-hmm. brush with greatness. Uh, we have FTR versus the Hybrid 2. This was a good matchup, uh, like, straight up. I think this is probably the best we've seen from yeah, the man, they, two. They've been off personally. off TV because of the COVID situation, and um, they wasn't able. I think Jack Evans was able to come over, but the other one had like visa problems in Helico, so he had to. So that's why we haven't really seen him that much. But I'm glad they back. You know what I'm saying? Like they both great talent. Yeah, I mean they've been building themselves <clears throat> up on AEW Dark. But they they definitely been around mm-hmm. since day one, and it's about time to actually get some type of spotlight. Um, we get a little before this. We get a little um segment with the best yeah, friends, right? Pretty much, and they're they're pretty much saying like we're they're the number one contenders for the for the for the um, champs. Well, not not before the match. Actually, after the match. So yeah, we'll get I, to we'll, that. I'll get to that. Um, FTR pretty much, pretty uh, um, FTR pretty much beat them. They clean. beat them clean, but it wasn't. They, uh, they did like a finisher that was kind of reminiscent of the Young Bucks finish. So yeah. they're throwing shots at the Young Bucks, and even throughout this match, they were showing like backstage the Young watching Bucks the match. paying attention. To, yeah, watching the match. So. This week they didn't do no stupid super kicks to random yes, they did. announcers and they super they kicked did. the camera guy that, that was week. that was recording them while they were watching the match at the end of the match. Oh yeah, why are you still For what? why are that, you still like, that's here? my thing? Like if the young bucks then, are mad, then, they need to show and up they, and press and FTR. Then they drop they need um, to some stop money on kicking. the cameraman. Cause like <laughs> like after the match, um he was like, um, I think Matt was like, yo, why are you still here recording us? And then they were like, you know what? They like he looked at his brother and they were like, you know what? And then they super kicked the cameraman. Then you see the cameraman fall back. He's still recording him. And then they both pro- approached the, the cameraman. They were like, man, just take the ten thousand. I don't even care. And just walked away. They dropped it on the camera. 
See, and that right there, I have a like that's that. I guess it's funny and stuff, but it's like direct that towards the champs, direct right. that to other tag teams, not announcers and interviewers. But my bigger problem with it is again they act like people don't watch yeah, being yeah, the yeah. elite. Why would they drop money if in being the elite they paid what was it sixty fifty sixty thousand up front? To Just so they Kong can walk around super kicking people. To, for, yeah, so they could kick people <laughs> in the future. So why would you drop money if oh, you no, no, no. paid Tony up front 50, 60, I, I, I think Matt was like, when he was walking away, like, oh, I don't even have it right now. And Nick, it looked like he was about to drop it, but he didn't drop no money. But I know it was like, yo, they were about to drop some money or some shit like that at the end. But yeah, they super kicked the cameraman that was watching them watch the match. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. Like, I'm seeing that now. Retarded, but, um, shit is retarded. That's when, after they show the Bucks, that's when the best friends uh, mock FTR. They they announced that they're gonna be they're the number one contenders through the ranking system, and they spoke to Tony Khan, and Tony Khan confirmed to them that next week they're getting yeah, the one year anniversary shot. show for Dynamite. So, like, yeah, so next next week's show is is gonna be loaded. Like this week was pretty much like. About Jericho, but they also use this episode to pretty much yeah. load the card. All we missing week. is a women's match. Like, so, what's um, up? Like, we ain't seen nothing with Sheeta. We ain't seen nothing yeah, with those... word. Sheeta's Sheeta's kind of been MIA recently. I think ever since Thunder Rosa came out, she's been riding like. The, but she the did the tag match bit. against um with, with Rosa versus Ivalice and Diamante. Like, so she don't got no opponents. Like, there's no number one contender besides um. Nyla Rose right now or like what's going on there? Well, we gotta we gotta check the ranking system. Sheeta should be on the to card too, man. She's been holding champion. it down this summer. No, she, I mean Sheeta's the champion. So yeah, she's but I'm saying like she needs to be on the card for next week. Is it you know what I mean? Because oh, you mean on on she should she deserves a yeah, match. Should. But they haven't announced anything as yeah, far so, as the women go right. for next week. Um. One um so as far as the match goes, I give the match a eight. Yeah, very good. Really good. And like I said, it's probably the best that I've seen from hybrid two as far as being showcased. And on, I like that that and I like that, that on dynamite. Outside of that that fatal four way tag team match they had a and I like their dynamic. Back. Like one is a submission specialist, the other one is like a uh, ricochet high flyer. And that like that's dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I they No, Jack Jack Evans is is they Crazy did something like flyer. like the other one, Helico. He did like a double submission headlock to both of them in the ring. And that's I oh, was like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then FTR, they yeah, both grabbed the ropes like, at the same time to get fire. out of it. I was like, I've never seen something like that before. You know what I'm saying? So it was a dope match. I'll give it like a seven point five. So, it was definitely a dope match. Yeah, I give it an eight. But my my problem with with that with um the best friends coming out after it was it's just a little pet peeve I have I feel like in certain segments with with dynamite certain wrestlers like you can tell they're too choreographed yeah. like they're that like you can tell they're waiting for something so my example was when the best best friends came into the ring and they went face to face with FTR FTR is raising their titles in their face and. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one of FTR did it, but they pretty much mushed Trent yeah. Beretta right in the face with the title, and he didn't do nothing. He pretty much waited for the signal to, to take the, the, do the to take the the uh, double under, like they like under missed the clothesline. Him him and his partner go under duck the clothesline, and then pretty much attack them and and force them out. He was waiting for the cue to to yeah. attack, and it's like. In in a real scuffle, in a real fight, if somebody's putting their title and mushing my face with it, I'm not gonna wait. Yeah, for you the can see it fight. like you. You that can see the timing, like yeah. his, his gears so, was turning in his head, waiting for certain. Yeah, things. And, and and that's like my only critique. That's like one of my only critiques as far as the in ring action goes. Some of it feels too choreographed at times. And AEW needs yeah. to get a little bit better at that. You know, certain stars phone it in a little bit too much, and it for for people who's been watching for years, it kind of takes you out the experience. He's like, oh, he's he's waiting for the for the next. I want to say something about best friends too. Move. This might, I might be cherry picking right now, a little bit nitpicking, but 
it's kind of corny with the little wiener shit that y'all doing against FTR. It's reminding me so much about when, um, remember the Good Brothers when they were calling everybody nerds? Oh, you a nerd? Like it's reminding me too much of that. Like that wiener shit. Like yeah. y'all can do better than they had. Yeah, little... they came out with, yeah. with wiener wiener tees with FTR like, faces like, yeah. as we on um, wieners. Like I, with the titles like, around I, the wieners. I understand, but. Yeah, I try to call them punks. You know what it is? The the best friends are like they're like eighties. Like think of the friends from the Goonies. They're like eighties. Yeah, kids but y'all could do any. Y'all could adults, diss them any other much. way. Like I feel like it's a little bit. It's a little bit too cheesy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe I still try to stay apart with it. I mean, best best friend. Best I mean, come on, man. Cheese. Like y'all could call them all types of anything right now. Like I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just over. Thinking it, but I'm like, come on, you're still on this weenie shit. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's literally the, the thing of their gimmick. I don't know. It's all good, cheesy. but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but y'all could do better. Like, I mean, they are nerds. They got, they got Trump's <laughs> mom picking them up. And... All right, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe I'm OD. I don't know what I, I don't know, but I, y'all could, y'all could do anything else better to so, um, after y'all right now. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. Yeah, after after um that segment, we have more highlights of people talking about Jericho. We have mm-hmm. Shaq, Gene Simmons, Don Callis, uh, Lars Ulrich, DDP, and we have another uh segment with MJF speaking about his admiration for Jericho and stuff. I don't really know where it's going with MJF. He wants he's to join, like you know, he's idolized. It's reminding me of how he treated Cody. In the nah, beginning. it's reminding me of like, like, but I feel like Jericho, like when Jer- Jericho right. knows better. I think it's reminding me of like when Jericho was with Kevin Owens. Like they were like sort of like best friends, but they were still like in their own lane type shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it took a little while before they finally did join forces and become a tag team. You know what I mean? Even though Jericho was the no, was it? It was Kevin Owens who was running with the belt, and Jericho was the like the the side man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the USA champion. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I see. Um, I, I think it's gonna be a future rivalry. To be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing um, MJF and Warlow versus um, Jake Hager and, and Jericho eventually in the long run. Yeah, I think he's just kissing ass to try to break up the inner circle or something, and then it will lead to something else. Yeah. Well, he's starting off with Sammy Guevara by last week, leaving Sammy being yeah. the only one without an inner circle jacket that MJF made. So he's starting off with Sammy Guevara. I think that's the intention. But, you know, Jericho's been around mm-hmm. the block, so we'll see how that goes. The next matchup was the TNT mm. Championship in a dog collar match. Cody versus Mr. Brody Lee. Let's talk about it. This, that I think, was, was the, the biggest match This was match definitely of the, the best match of the night. It was – everything was stiff. That – yo, I – because when I saw them put him on in there, I'm like, oh, one of these guys is going to break their fucking neck or their collarbone. God bless them. I hope they're going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out um, Greg the Hammer Valentine was there watching it. He was like the first one that had a dog collar match years ago against Piper or something. Like, you know, JR said it. He was in attendance. Shout out to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He still looked good for his age. Legend. But, um, yo, this shit was crazy, bro. Like, this... Woo! Not, like, we had John Silva and Anna J at ringside. We had the nightmare collect uh nightmare family yeah. outside I almost said the nightmare collective wow um nightmare family was in ringside this was this was crazy all around we had john silver he got bloody just like you are you in the outside and you get bloodied up like <laughs> yo this shit was fire it was dope it was a crazy match but we got we got silver getting busted open we got we got Cody getting busted open early. We got um we got Brody Lee eventually getting busted open. We got the, first of all the chain is unforgiving. Like it's, yeah. it's wrapped around your neck. And then my, like my my only thing about this type of match is like 
you got to be super uh, how, careful, do it? Yeah. careful, like, with what you're doing. So you could tell at certain times when Cody was running, like, he was trying to be careful to not, like, get pulled by the chain, which is, is not a bad mark on the match. It's just, you know, these kind of matches are yeah. difficult for that. So um, focus felt like it was a little unnecessary, but I felt like this match was brutal. I feel like it it did everything it, it needed to do. When was the last time? Tell me this. When was the last time on live TV did, did you see somebody get pow driven through a table Man. off an apron? When was the last I can't time? Either. I can't remember the last time. WWE doesn't but do yo, this Cody, type of stuff. Pow drivers are bad in WWE. Like, like I like I said. Since for for this whole year, like Cody's been on his wild blood and gut shit this whole year. Every other match, he's getting busted open. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he, I guess, and I feel like I feel like he he he, he he's over killing it. With, with he doesn't with need to do it. Like he's already that he, he's in. He doesn't. But this I'm, type of I'm match, not, I don't this mind type it. of match, I feel you like it was it was good. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it in this type of match. Especially against somebody like Brody Lee, but when you're you're fighting the random of the week that you're defending the TNT title against, and you're just busting yourself open, or you're just giving a younger person some shine, and you're busting yourself open, that makes no sense to me. You shouldn't be bust what? open every other dynamite, because then you you take the importance of the color of of the bleeding, you take that importance of it out of the match. Like, then it's like, okay, yeah, facts. We're just and then we're going to expect it every time that comes in the ring. We're going to start looking at it like, all right, so it's this week. You know what I mean? And, and I don't want to do that because he's still, a, yeah. he's still a great talent. He's still a great wrestler. He doesn't need to do this shit every fucking week or whatever. This type of match or a hardcore match nah, or something like that, force count anywhere or whatever, those are the type of matches we want, like, like you could do, you could get away with, with, with bleeding. You know what I'm saying? But this one, it was more scarier yeah. because there was a lot of, like, yo, I saw a choke out where, where, where that, 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 um, Brody Lee did to him from with the chain around. I'm like, yo, he already got a dog collar on. Like, what the fuck? Like, there was a lot of spots that was mad cringe. And it wasn't because it was cringe. It just looked as scary. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, anything could happen right now. Yeah. Anything could happen and these guys' careers over. Like that's what I was watching the whole match. I was just thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? Nah. He's he's definitely Cody's definitely going all out and he's given his best possible matches at this point in his career in AEW. And you know what? Is is he's you know embedded in the blood, the foundation of this company. You know, yeah. just as much his company as Tony Khan's. So he, you know, he's giving his best work to AEW. I just think he needs to tone down the bleeding. I agree. The I agree. That's, I... that's just my only critique. But overall, this match Yo, how yeah. was a nine. Like, I'm glad they survived um, it. It would have been, been a perfect 10 to me. But I didn't really agree with the ending of the match. Even though I understood it. So, first off, before I get into that, shout out to Cody Rose. Right. You could tell he's a big comic book fan because he's really doing this right, like right, death right. and return of Superman thing. With and the, the, new, with and the death and return of and Cody, new, pretty um, much change um, his hair entrance. black. And if you peep the new entrance, his his ring gear is black and silver, like the black suit Superman. So he's doing a right. lot of a storytelling subliminally. So, um. It wasn't so much about him whether he was being healed or whether he was staying a face or not. My issue was I didn't think Brody Lee should have lost the title this early. Um, It makes sense why Cody won it back. That's Cody's title at the end of the day. Like he's been defending it, you know, in and out and not for nothing. Even though it was a short reign, it elevated Brody Lee. Dark Order is one of the best. Groups Agreed. involved in AEW right now, and and it just gives us something to look forward to down the line. Now we want to see Brody mm-hmm. Lee Cody Part Three, you know, and um, it, it you know it makes sense. 
the ending of the, at the, at the end of the match after Cody wins, you know, Dark Order comes out. They're shocked that he he lost the title. They get Brody out, and Cody cuts the promo. Now, it's only been a week since Cody's been back. the The initial reaction in the internet and and in the wrestling community was pretty much, "Oh my God, Cody changes hair black. He's finally gonna go full heel." No. So if you thought that was happening. Cody Rose that's pretty much happening. just said, no, that's not happening. You guys are talking about if I'm healed because I changed my color of my hair. He directly referenced everything that the fans were talking about and pretty much said, I'm still I'm sticking with the fans. This was for you guys. You know, typical Cody promo at the end. But me personally, I you feel like so? that's a swerve. I feel like Cody, I feel like Cody is 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 like sucking us in, like to to, to like really shock us right now. If he yeah. turns heel right now, it's give too him obvious. a couple more months, or maybe like the end of the year. So I feel like Cody right? Is, right. I feel like Cody sucking us in, so you know we forget about a heel turn at all with him, and then boom, mm. he pulls the trigger on his heel turn. Not only that, it's it's. I don't think it's time for him to turn heel either. We got. The story with Hangman Page and Kenny, and Kenny might be turning heel. The Bucks are turning heel, so we we still need a couple guys to to stay face. So I'd rather the slow burn, and I I rather the build up to Cody uh, turning heel. And but, we already you know, got a as lot of right now. That's not happening. On. You know what I'm saying? Another like, we little... have a lot of heels already. That so yeah. So that's why I'm saying it makes sense that Cody actually stood face. I, I, you know what? I actually I didn't think of it like that, but I actually agree with you. Like right now, we don't need. We only have like a few single faces. Like everybody is a heel. MJF, the Inner Circle, the Dark Order, yeah. Butcher and the Blade. And the thing is, to the fans, I tell you guys this: AEW is not WWE. They're all about long term. Storytelling. This thing with MJF and, and Chris Jericho. This this story this storyline right. is getting picked up from the beginning of AEW. The Hangman Page Kenny storyline has been happening. Everybody thought that Hangman was going to be the one to chill. The Young Bucks storyline, them yeah. turning, them losing, been happening for months. Everything going on has been a slow build. Let Cody do his work. Let him storytell. Everybody, everybody, wait. yeah, like like. But the, um, the hangman and, and 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 Omega shit that shit been going on since like from the beginning since last year. Yeah, because everybody they, they thought were, that they was weren't even supposed to be because he was the one that was acting weird for a little while. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, it's like Kenny's going crazy, and yeah. now the, the young bucks is going crazy, and we. But I'm I'm ready for a Kenny heel turn because I don't really. But like that's what I'm that. saying. I'm like, it's yo, like they me. smart. With, with how they produce they, they shit. You know what I mean? Remember John Moxley, when he first popped up, he was actually playing a heel, but he's the man. You know what I'm saying? So there was no way. There was no way. Yeah, Mox is pretty much anti-heel. Yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? But he's still playing a heel role, but everybody love him. You know what I mean? He's the man right now, so. Yeah. So to wrap up oh, uh, the Cody Rose segment, we have uh, Orange Cassidy coming out and pretty Ooh. much raising a lazy thumb because Cody's like, who's next? Who's going to challenge me next week on the anniversary episode of uh, Dynamite? Who's going to be the next in line for this title? And Orange Cassidy comes out, raises a lazy thumb. Cody uh, raises a thumb back at him. So I'm not even mad at the, yo, for um, next Cassidy week. Is, is right now on a, he's on a hot run. Even without no fans in the building, because I can imagine the pop he would get every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jericho yeah. definitely. So, and, and, and this that, is during man, the pandemic sure. with no fans, and he's still like you go on social media and everybody freshly squeezed all day. In the beginning, AEW people hated Arnold because they didn't get all day, his especially gimmick, squeezed all day right him. now. Everybody, little kids are dressing up like him for Halloween and all that shit. Like it, shit. Like he's. The, <laughs> do you think he's gonna take that? Yeah, next so week before we get to the next segment, hell no, no, no hell no. 
No. It, it's it's still come on. Cody's not gonna beat Brody okay. just to lose it the next week. That makes no sense. Um, if anything, I feel like Orange Cassidy um might win off DQ or it's a fear. Um, somebody might might win off off DQ. Slide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brody's not you gonna know let what? this you, shit. You, yeah, you go. got a point. So I feel like Brody's gonna come in. He's probably gonna interfere next week's title match. And try to put dominance back on on the board for that the makes dark sense, order, actually. I so he could get that right. title back. But before we move on to the next segment, let's take a quick break and head to our sponsors, and we'll be right back after this. All right, and we're back. Um, so we left off with the Cody segment and Orange Cassidy. Uh, book for the title, the championship next week on AEW's uh, anniversary episode of Dynamite. So the next segment pretty much was Kenny Omega getting interviewed, and they are, they announced the next three participants yeah. of the tur- the tournament. So uh, the original the original people announced were Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, and Kenny Omega. So Warlow this week they added. Hangman. Warlow, Hangman. Who was that? And who else? Who the third one? Yeah. Right. Hold on. Lost track now. Uh, Warlow, Hangman. And... There was another person. Damn, who was, was it Ricky Starks? Wait, I just or had... am I tripping? I know there was a third. I know it was Warlow and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Coke Cabana. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that first of all, let me just tell you right now, all them picks are <laughs> waste. We all know this is for the finals. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. Nah, man, nah. I want to. I, I need an upset or one. We all the, know that. I need an upset. I mean, somebody's gonna upset. The Jungle Boy upset end up being Kenny. Kenny Omega. <laughs> they won't. They would never do that shit. Nah, right? that's not happening. <laughs> you know yourself. Yo, that's if, not happening. If Jungle Boy does pull that you off, know yourself yo, that's not oh my god! I will. First off, I'll be shocked, but at the same time, I'll be happy because we already see where this tournament is going, bro. Like this is way too predictable. Too much predictability right here. Yeah, but honestly, I want to see it already because it's been built for so long. So I want to see it already. And pretty much in this in this interview, they announced the the extra participants, right. and you know Kenny finds out Hangman's in it. So they ask him how he feels about the tournament. This and this is Kenny being real cocky. It doesn't matter who is gonna be. I'm gonna win this. I'm gonna fulfill my destiny. I'm gonna be the the champion that I was supposed to be when I first started AEW, and. Pretty much, he said, I don't care if it's Hangman Page. I don't care if it's a cowboy. I don't care if it's he, <laughs> it's Hangman Page. I don't care if it's He Adam. was shooting directly at Page. Like, yeah, he kept shooting at words, Page. He kept saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he knows. He knows. Even on, even on BTE, um, it was like Kenny Omega, just Kenny. <laughs> no Hangman Page. <laughs> just Kenny. <laughs> So, you know, he, he's hammering that shit home. And honestly, it just makes the perfect sense for this to finally just they happen. They didn't need a tournament Kenny for Omega that, man. They, just, at, they didn't uh, need a tournament, though, because now you're here. burying a bunch of people that, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you're not burying nobody because it's not like Kenny and Hangman's going to fight everybody. So you're giving an opportunity for people to get showcased, and it's for a AEW title shot. So it's not really a burial. Like we gotta, we gotta stay yeah, away yeah, from yeah, that yeah, word. Yeah. They do be old. a lot of these fans yeah, on these boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like do Lana not know is what burial means. Like, because even even for Brody Lee, oh my god, because he lost. Brody Lee. No, that was a, because nah, he just lost the that. title. That he, wasn't a burial. He was buried. That makes no sense. So we gotta kind of stay all right. Away but from I'm, that say, term I'm just some, saying, uh, it's like sometime. yo. But um, but all them talent that they have, you know what I'm saying? Like those are people that could actually come up. In this tournament, you know what I'm saying? But this is way too predictable. We're gonna see them in the final, and then and and ironically, coincidentally, 
They put them on the opposite side of the brackets. Like, come on, bro. We see it coming. We see the shit coming. They can't do it in the third round. They can't go in the first round. Let's put them on the opposite side of the brackets. Of course. We see that's gonna be the that's gonna be the finals. And then who you who takes it? You think it's gonna be Kenny? Um I think that's probably where the swerve hangman, is. Hangman, hangman. Probably be hangman. Um didn't wrestle Moxley. Kenny already wrestled Moxley. Right. So I'm I'm with the safe bet, I'm going Kenny because we also need that rematch. Okay. Kenny versus That's uh, fair. Mox. So now it's Kenny is Kenny with you know a, a attitude, not not giving a fuck, Kenny. So it's gonna be a little bit different with, with him and Mox. So I think if Mox is gonna drop to anybody, it's gonna be Kenny Omega. If not, okay, Chris Jericho. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So since Jericho's obviously keeping himself away from the AEW title right All now, right. I definitely see that's kind of fair. That's a fair assessment. I respect it. I'm just like, yo, man, we don't want to see that man. Like I like Warlow. So, Warlow's a beast. I like Jungle Boy. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Ray Phoenix is in it. Ray Phoenix get busy solo. Like, see, but Hangman, Hangman Page and, and Kenny Omega. No, they already did that. They, they said that. They, they both, the like, that's what I'm saying. So, they, they only going to see each other in the finals if they both make it, which is going to be, which is going to be a, which exactly. is going to happen. So you're going to have, a, so you're going to have a series of matches that Kenny and Hangman are putting over other people. By even okay, having good okay, matches, that's fair. They both would, yeah, okay. So uh, next up, next up, we got Big Swole versus Serena Deeb. Um, I don't really have much to say about this match. I'm, I'm personally not really big on Big Swole. No pun intended. Um, I'm not really too much of a big fan. Yeah, but Serena. Serena I am a big fan of Serena. She did, she did look good in this match. Um, the winner was Big Swole after she hit her with a roll. I like Big Swole's entrance music. The, her music is fire. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> it's t- and the way she dances to the <laughs> ring is kind of fire. But, like, yeah, we already spoke about this. Like, I don't know. Like, she's not... I don't know, man. Like, she's missing something. You know what I'm saying? She's missing something. I don't know if it's... Yeah, I- I think if anything, this is probably the the weakest match nah. on the card. Like, and that's not even a knock on it because this, you know, the matches were all pretty good tonight. But I, I'd give this one probably a six point five. And Jr. said that she's like number two, maybe seven, so she's right under the number one contendership for the for the women's title. Yeah, it's looking like it might be Big Swole next up. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm, she's missing something, I'm not ready for bro. Big I feel like. Just fighting Britt Baker, I feel like just fighting Britt Baker and that one star and I with Britt she, Baker. She's, I don't think she's she missing something. I don't yet. know if it's like like I know. Um, shout out Richie. I don't know. I, it, it's her, not. I don't. But her in ring, but her like, in ring ability too. Like, yo, like, like, like Richie said, it's not believable. Her shit is not. It looks too manufactured. It looks too. She's thinking too much. And, and and the next spot and the next move and, and yeah. things of that nature when she takes a bump, like it, like I don't know, man. Like she's just missing something. She's missing something. I, I do like I, I do like the character and I do like her entrance. She got a cheat. She got a fire entrance because I know like I could see if they had a full arena, everybody would be singing her shit. Swole, swole, like dancing in the crowd and all that. I see that coming. She got a good character, yeah. but it's like her ring is just. No, no, people are behind, you know, there's a lot of people behind Big Swole. No, I'm, I'm a fan of her. It's just, just like she just, she's missing something. She's missing something. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not hating on her. She, I just feel like she is. Like, she's missing something. I don't know what it I is. Just, right yet. now, I just don't connect with her. I won't say she's bad in the ring. I just feel like even look-wise, I won't say I just nothing feel, like that. I just feel like it's manufactured I just don't connect. too much. I just like, don't connect. Like, is she's trying too hard or... Or it's not coming off natural, like like Richie will say, would will tell us. Like it just doesn't seem too natural. Well, like you, if you're gonna take the snuff, you gotta look like you just yeah. got snuffed in your jaw. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It, it'd be little shit like that. Yeah. Maybe I'm M Nick picking, but it's like shit like that. 
Nah, no, you're not because I, I know what you I'll mean. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it a. But I'll give it a six. Let's move on. Six point five. I did like Serena. Serena got busy. She did her numbers, but you know what I mean. Swole took the win. You know what I mean. It is what it is. Yeah, I think they need to. They need to mm-hmm. big up Serena a little bit more. We all know she's a vet, and it, it's about time she got a shine. I feel like WWE definitely dropped the ball with her, but. You know, Big Swole's been around AEW a little longer, so she she's not beat. She's not beating spotlight over Serena um, right now. Um, she is not. Yeah, she. Is oh no, not she doesn't. She, she does, she does not lose in the Big Swole. Like, come on, like we would. The the storyline would be more important if she was. She's gonna, gonna have to beat, turn heel. Um, Sheeta anytime soon. She's gonna have to change something on uh, something. You know what I'm saying? She, if she goes into a, a match with yeah. Sheeta right now, Sheeta's gonna wash her. And, and and it might not it might not even be a watch. They'll probably, they'll probably still give him like fifteen minutes, but it, it, she not winning right now. She needs something. But go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So let let's move on from from that. Um, we have more promos for Jericho. We got the his uh, thrill seeker tag team partner in Lance yep. Storm. We have Kevin Smith, Eli Roth. We got Gabriel. Iglesias, Chavo Guerrero, Steel Shout Panther, Ultimo Dragon, and Paul Stanley, all giving uh, little highlights uh, for Chris Jericho. And then finally, we reached the main event with uh, Chaos Project. Luther and Serpentico. Uh, what's his name? Luther and Serpentico, Serpentico versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. So, what can I say about this match? I thought what, I thought it was. Let me good. hear what you think about slow. this match. First off, you know what I'm saying. In my opinion, like like it, it in the beginning, it was a little slow, but they both. But I guess it picked up afterwards. Like I guess they were just trying to wait until Jericho and Luther got together in the ring. They got tagged in yeah. and finally had to wrestle each other, and then that's when everybody wanted to start pulling shots and shit. Um. At the end, towards like uh, there was like a yeah. suicide dive or something. Like I saw a suicide dive with Serpentico that took out Hager and Jericho and, and Proud and Powerful. And then this only this is my problem, man. Like yo, I I get it, I get it. Yeah, I gotta be careful with each other. But it's like yo, if you just got one, if you just got one over the top suicide dive, why y'all getting back up so quickly and setting up for the next one so fast, like? You should be out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I saw it, like, like Serpentico yeah. did the first one, and then immediately Jake Hager and Chris Jericho got up, and then they all crowded around each other again just to take the second one. See, but that's that's a general issue that AEW has in a lot of their, their matches because they focus on a lot of the acrobatics. Yeah, like, they, you got to make it. about the selling give, and the, the, the story of the moves. That's why people like Cody are really like he's really the ace. Like he says, he's the ace of AEW. People like Kenny because they tell they stories. Tell stories. Like, yeah. John Moxley, they tell stories in their matches. They sell properly. They know how to sell properly. Jericho, you know, same thing. He sells the matches properly. Uh, people need to really, you know, the acrobatic is just cool. We know you can we, do that, but are you? We don't be able need to like, a, like a back to back. What the fuck? moment. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you play 2K? You know when you play WWE? Yeah, sometimes that's like, uh, more. What they, uh, FTW moment or whatever, like an FTW move. Like, we don't need it back to back. Like, let it drag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Serpentico just did the over-the-top dive um, oh, oh, yeah. all of y'all. And y'all immediately... Go ahead. So, yeah, my problem thoughts? with this match, honestly... A six. I'm get, I'm, this was a six to me. This was the lowest match. Yeah, I don't this know. Was the I lowest don't know. Match the, honestly, this was. Let me hear what you got to say it, first. You know what? Maybe, maybe a six point five. Maybe and equivalent so, to the swole match for me. It wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't necessarily the greatest. Like it didn't. Right. This was a match that they built as thirty years in the making, and it was showcasing Luther, who we really haven't seen too much of on main AEW television. This was a match that was happening when, in the Indies and 
Yeah, when they both Back first started. Day, Jericho's early career, and he looked up to Luther. Luther was a really big person in Japan, and, you know, Jericho emphasized that this wasn't a favor. Like, Luther really is a badass, whatever. This should have made me want to see more of Luther, and in fact, it didn't. I felt like it showed that Luther is a guy who's pretty much up there in age and should be winding down. Um, a lot of things. That's was the same like thing really I thought. Slow. And usually Jericho, usually Jericho looks top notch, and he looks like you know he's just as much you know ahead of the game or you know, keeping up in steps with, with the younger guys. But fighting somebody like Luther made me sh- see that right. Jericho's also slowing down. Like, I know he's, he's changing his in-ring style. He's not yeah, doing shit like that. You yeah. know, the lion salts as much, and he's toned down his style. But Luther really exposed that because the combination. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like thought, they were both I thought like, it, like it started off slow. You know, and, and then I, I think they went into like a commercial when they came back. That's when it picked up a little. But it was mostly like Serpentico and Jake Hager really like, like yeah, Serpentico was holding it down. When like he those, was fighting those are the and Jake yeah, Hager that, was in the ring. That's the good points of the match. So you know what? I'm, a, I'm, a, I think I'm being a little bit unfair because of that aspect. I'll raise it up to like a seven, yeah, uh, like a seven final rating for me on this match of seven. Um, because it did have good moments, but for for it being hyped around, Luther, yeah, you know what? I really care to see more of Luther. that one hundred percent. I think that's what it was. Like, yeah, hyped it way too much. It should have just been a one on one. Then it, it, there was no it, no need for no tag. Exactly. It should have been Whatever, a one on one. You know what I'm saying? They could go crazy type match where they can they can. Take breaks. They could hit each other with something. Take a break. Rest up. Do the next, you know, the next spot. You know, chain wrestle. Whatever they're gonna do, you know, it, 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 they could have worked this match differently. I feel like for the other two guys and the other two partners in yeah. the ring, them being so fast, and then when these two guys, it wasn't collide, fair to Jake Hager slowed and, the match down. Yeah, it's not fit. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't fair to Jake Hager, especially really Serpentico. Serpentico is a high fly. He's always all over the place. He's probably the youngest one in that ring. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it didn't do no justice for him. It didn't do no justice for Jake Hager, him being the beast of the team. Like, I don't know, man. But all right, all right. I, yeah, I'll give it a seven. Yeah, so this this ends with Luther um, hit, hitting Jericho with the bat. He goes for, I think he goes to hit him again with it. But he ends up dropping the bat, and when he turns around, night night, game over. He gets hit with a Judas effect, and then it's night night for him. <laughs> After the match, Jericho's celebrating his victory. This shit was stupid. Um, he starts thanking everybody. He starts thanking everybody. The inner circle comes into the ring, and then mid mid promo for Jericho, MJF's music hits, interrupts Jericho. He comes out and he's like, oh, this is not about me to cut my music. Cut my music is not about me. It's about Jericho. He got some, he's, him and Warlow come out with somebody wrapped in a blanket. When they unveil, it's a fucking Yo. clown. I think he called them clownico. So it was a Jericho, a clown, pretty much a clown of Jericho. And then. The clown had a uh, another gift, and the I gift, thought, yeah, I already you know knew what I mean? the gift was before he unwrapped it. I'm like, that's yeah. obviously a picture of himself. He's doing the rock when thing. he get when he gave the he, rock, up, you know, when he gave a rock. When it's a picture of himself. So it was a picture, picture of MJF of with the IC belt. I remember that, <laughs> right? So that I already knew once I seen the 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 oh present. I'm like, God. oh, that's a picture of MJF. He's gonna give it to Y2J. <laughs> To the champion. So he does that. Jericho looks at it. He has a smashing clownical over the head with it. And then Judas affecting him right after, which was pretty cool. It it, it looked like MJF and Jericho were going to fight. Jericho's like, don't ever interrupt me again. And then they both start laughing. And they, they tell the crowd, gotcha. So <laughs> they're acting like, you know, they're going to fight. But they, they trolled in the crowd. 
I don't know how I feel about the story. I'm gonna. I like the ending when everybody came out, like all the random heels came out, and then they did like the Saturday Night Live. Oh, executive producer Chris Jericho, cameraman. Chris Jericho. Oh my god, that shit was hilarious. Chris Jericho, like producer Chris Jericho. Uh, every yes. credit, Cameron, yeah, Chris that Jericho. Was, every they, credit, they was like, you know, Jericho. the Saturday Night Live, like that was hilarious. But, um, yo, I don't know how to feel either, man. Like, eventually, they eventually gonna see each other in the ring. I know Chris Jericho, he always says it all the time on his podcast, he's high on, on MJF, he likes his style, he likes his promo, and I guess that's yeah. The... Well, Jericho, Jericho's pretty much. Doing his his stories yeah. with, with people that he feels everyone, like he everyone wants to beside, elevate or could yeah, be the like everyone besides So that's Omega really where he's at right now. And and, and John Mosley is all been newer talent to put them over. You know what I'm saying for the last year, and and I see that coming next. But it's just like I'm like because I don't know who's gonna turn though. Like that's what's bothering me right now. Like I don't know. Like I don't know if it's gonna be Jericho who turns. Yeah, like. <laughs> Somebody's gonna attack somebody. This ain't gonna. He ain't gonna just join the inner circle, especially when he he keeps purposely mentioning that. So he's I don't gonna know, get Sammy like, Guevara's jacket. So I don't know, like, and still hasn't done if, it. If if MJF attacks Jericho, that's gonna put the inner circle over, and they're gonna be faces now. If Jericho attacks MJF, that's gonna put him back over. But we don't want to see that because him and Warlow's been fine as heels. So it's like. I I don't know how they're gonna pull the trigger. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I yeah, I can't predict where this one's going. I, I, Everybody I gonna love Jericho. So Everybody wait, loves Jericho. Wait it out, but it doesn't matter overall, if he's a face or a heel. You know what I'm saying? So no. it's like he's a goat. Goat. The, the it will only make sense, but we don't want to have the inner circle as faces either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yo, I, yeah, they they. I feel they like gotta tre- the they, they gotta tread lightly too, on this one. They gotta tread lightly on how they're gonna pull the trigger to make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? They got they gotta really tread yeah, lightly on to make it I make agree. sense. Like it gotta be something. You know what I'm saying? But but it's... yeah. So overall, what do you give? Um, what do you give this? Episode like I said, the, sto- the, the show stealer was was Cody and and, and Brody Lee. So with that, with, well. There was a lot of other good matches too. I did like the. the... Yeah, the, it wasn't this, too this match dynamite heavy. wasn't too match heavy. I, it the was tag maybe, match it was, was fire. Like four matches. The and tag then, match like, was fire. A lot of promos. Um, lot of I liked promos. all the shout outs they get. Every all the celebrities given to Chris. I would give it. So, I'll, I'll give it. If eight. you could give I'll, it a five, I'll give it a seven point five. I was gonna be too generous with the eight because there was a lot of low spots too. So I'll give it a seven point five. How you feel? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it. A, I agree with that. Seven point five, probably leaning towards the eight. I, I I agree with that. Um, but next week is gonna be a very packed uh, dynamite. They're gonna. It's yep. definitely gonna be something you want to go out your way to see. The confirmed matches so far is FTR versus Best Friends for the tag team titles. We have um, Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT Championship, and then we have John Moxley. Versus Lance Archer for the World Heavy, yep. uh, Yo, the AEW Heavyweight they Championship. They got to put Sheeta on there, man. Um, I'm pretty nah. sure they're gonna start so the, the Sheeta, tournament for the number one contendership. They got to sneak her in I'm there somewhere sure and give her a sure championship match too. I'm pretty sure they'll do that. They got to put the women's champion on the show. She has she hasn't been there. You know what I mean? She deserves it. She's been holding the, down that women's division show. all summer. All true, day, true. all day. But. We can do this all day. You can day. find me on Twitter at so, e.a. Ian, where can they find you? You can also find me in the Facebook group. Um, send all your, your likes, comments. Um, turn that notification bell on. Leave your five stars on Apple or Anchor. Whatever you need. If you want us to have a, just, just a random discussion, leave your comments on what you think we should talk about. We'll come up in here and shoot it. Well, how about you, AJ? Where they can find you at? So they can find me at kfabe underscore aj on Instagram. They can find me at all kfabe avenues on YouTube at kfabe avenue. Find me on the Twitter 
at Kayfabe Avenue. Like EA said, yes, find us at Kayfabe Avenue on the Facebook group. We have a website, KayfabeAvenueWrestling.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, you enjoy the show, you want us to make more episodes, feel free to see our main uh, anchor page to subscribe to us and give us a little donation if you feel like you want to contribute to the podcast feel free to click on that link and uh this has been uh e.a i have been yeah kayfabe aj and this is kayfabe avenue this has been the aew dynamite review kenny take us home bye <laughs> and good night bad